Welcome to CoinStack, our podcast and newsletter on Bitcoin, Ethereum, Polkadot, DeFi, blockchain, Web 3.0, and the future of money. Let's get started. CoinStack is sponsored by HeartRhythm, the crypto quant fund focused on global and social transformation. For three years now, their crypto trading strategies have generated exceptional returns without a single down month by using a combination of algorithmic trading, margin lending, DeFi yield farming, and hedged liquidity pools. HeartRhythm is now hiring to scale up their team, which is currently based in San Francisco, Boulder, and Chicago, but it's a remote first team, so you can live anywhere. They're hiring smart contract developers, quant engineers, data scientists, and a COO and CFO with hedge fund experience. If you're interested in joining their exceptional team or learning more about their crypto quant fund and social impact focus, visit heartrhythm.com. That's rhythm like algorithm, R-I-T-H-M. Thank you to Heartrhythm for sponsoring this episode of CoinStack. What's going on, everybody? This is Mike, your favorite DeFi DGen, and this is also your favorite cryptocurrency podcast, Coins, Coins, where we share headlines. This week, our feature article was Q4 Bitcoin update: What's next after all-time highs? By yours truly. So, on this episode, we're gonna go a little bit of a deep dive on what the heck an ETF is, what current institutional offerings are in regards to those that want to go into the crypto market, spots versus futures, the current performance of said ETF, and the on-chain metrics that we're looking at that are saying, hey, we're going to have a killer Q4 to begin with, but now with this ETF, the fireworks are going to go off, so stay tuned. Q4 Bitcoin update. What's next after all-time highs? Bye, yours truly. The first ever Bitcoin futures exchange traded fund ETF going live on Monday has led to a new all-time high this week for Bitcoin as BTC passed 66,000 for the first time ever. Let's start with some history. The first BTC ETF application was filed back in 2013 by Cameron Tyler Winklevoss. It has been eight years since that first application and we now have a BTC futures ETF. An ETF brings legitimacy to the institutional investors seeking exposure to the crypto markets. This deep dive explores the increasing demand for institutional adoption in Q4. We do this by exploring the nature and history of BTC ETFs and how the institutional demand matches the bullish on-chain metrics that signal a break in all-time highs by end of quarter this year. So, WTF in ETF. (laughs) I thought that was clever. So, an ETF is an exchange-traded fund, for those who don't know. It's a security that tracks the index's a sector or commodity, but can be purchased or sold on the stock exchange the same way a regular stock can. The magic behind an ETF is that it can be structured to track quite literally anything, but getting one approved around Bitcoin has proven extremely difficult over the past few years. ETFs come in all shapes and sizes and offer a more liquid, more tax efficient, and lower cost way to gain exposure to specific market segments. In the case of Bitcoin, the ETF has long been seen as a simple way to reduce friction to onboarding traditional investors to the asset. There's no need to set up any wallets, open any Coinbase accounts, or deal with self-custody. Traditional retail and institutional investors in the U.S. could use their current brokerage accounts to buy any other commodity ETF and execute it execute to trade with absolute ease. 
current institutional offerings. Before this week, institutional investors were unable to purchase BTC through an ETF. Instead, institutional investors had to use publicly traded vehicles such as Grayscale's GBTC or Bitwise's BITW that give exposure to either Bitcoin or a collection of other cryptocurrencies. Some of those trusts usually do not have a redemption functionality. Personally, I know that Grayscale is about six months, meaning if you put in any kind of money today, you can't take any money out for a good six months. And because of that, the price of GBTC is pretty volatile, For which is ironic because we already have a volatile asset for Bitcoin, which is why you'll sometimes see it completely discounted on a NAV perspective. Uh, anyways, back to the paper. So once again, some of those trusts usually do not have a redemption functionality, so they can trade either under significant premiums or big discounts. There are certain fee structures that those funds have been able to charge because of a lack of competition. Now that the SEC seems to be unlikely to oppose, what we are watching is a just slew of, ton of tons of new applications eager to get their price, their piece of the institutional pie. So, for example, we have Valkyrie, Valkyrie's application coming up on October 25th. Invesco's on the 19th, uh, Van Eck on the 25th as well, Galaxy Bitcoin on November 1st, and Advisor Shares Managed Bitcoin ETF on November 3rd. Spot versus Future ETF. Those Bitcoin ETF applications traditionally have followed one of two structures. The first is Bitcoin Spot ETF. This is holding actual Bitcoin and is just purchasing at the spot price. Think of this as a honestly a real ETF in the same sense that what you do is you go buy the shares, those shares take your dollars and they're buying Bitcoin into the fund. The second structure, which is what we have pro shares is a Bitcoin futures ETF. This type of this type of uh, ETF essentially uses the futures market to give you exposure to Bitcoin, but not buying Bitcoin at a spot price. These are future contracts filed under mutual fund rules, meaning that there are larger fees to be paid than a spot ETF. The Bitcoin spot futures ETF may not be as ideal as a Bitcoin spot ETF because the Bitcoin futures ETF has some structural changes and some fee drag on it that may not provide the same exact exposure. Regardless of the nuances, investors now have an easier on-ramp to gain direct crypto exposure while still using the same terminals and brokerages they use today to execute their trades. Um, Meltem or mirrors uh, actually posted a really great tweet that we included in the paper. The new hashtag Bitcoin ETF will use 40% of your principal to buy synthetic Bitcoin exposure via at CME group. Bitcoin futures, which are notoriously capital inefficient, and the remaining 60% will be in treasuries and GMI and buyer beware. Current performance. Bloomberg's uh, Bitcoin Futures ETF debuts as second highest traded fund ever. In our article, Bitcoin Futures ETF debuts as second highest traded fund ever, Vildana Harjik highlights the rampant success of the newly minted ETF. The first Bitcoin-linked exchange traded fund listed in the U.S. debuted as the second most heavily traded fund on record and a watershed moment for the crypto industry. The ProShares Bitcoin Strategy ETF trading under the ticker BITO rose about 4.9% to 41.94%. More than 24 million shares changed hands Tuesday, according to data compiled by Bloomberg. Because of the way the fund settles trades net flows into or out of the product probably won't be known until overnight on Wednesday. With turnover of almost $1 billion, BITO's debut ranked only behind the BlackRock Carbon Fund for the first day of trading, the latter of which ranks higher due to pre-seed investments, according to Athenios 
Pasagoras at Bloomberg Intelligence. Bloomberg would also report that options on BitO will begin trading on NYSE ARCA options and NYSE American Options Exchange on Wednesday. The ProShares ETF hauled in $570 million of assets on its first day of trading, a sign of just how hungry investors remain for bets on the cryptocurrency as prices begin approaching a record high. This rampant success has Grayscale filing Form 19B-4 to convert its Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, or GPTC, into spot ETF. And just one other piece, uh, going a little bit deeper on this, honestly, I was reading a great opinion piece by Jackson Wood over on Coindesk. Bitcoin featured ETFs are here. Is it phys- is a physical ETF soon to follow? For many advisors, allocating to Bitcoin for their clients is a difficult thing to do. Advisors are faced with a difficult decision. They can use something like Grayscale's GBTC to gain exposure, or they can help their clients set up Bitcoin crypto account. That's not under their management. Outside of those two options, there really aren't many other solutions that are easily accessible for advisors. This problem has caused quite a few debates in the advisory world. One that could quite easily be solved, the U.S. Security Exchange Commission approving a Bitcoin shared trade ETF. The first Bitcoin ETF filing was made in 2013. It was quickly denied by the SEC. The last form of Bitcoin ETF denial happened in 2018. There is now quite a list of Bitcoin ETF applications waiting to be approved or rejected by the SEC. Most of them are physical Bitcoin ETF funds that will hold actual Bitcoin. Interestingly, there are several Bitcoin future-based ETFs waiting to be approved, with the first ever ETF approval being ProShares, BITO, which began trading this week. Another notable application is Kathy Woods ARK Investments, ARCA futures-based ETF. Beginning in the first part of 2021, Gary Gensler, now the chairman of the SEC, seen multiple Bitcoin ETF filings. According to Nate Garcia, the host of the ETF Prime podcast and president of the ETF store, a registered investment advisor, this was due to the fact that Gensler has been seen as being historically pro-crypto, having top blockchain courses at MIT. Future-based ETFs versus physical ETFs. As of October 19th, the SEC approved a future-based ETF on the first fund BITO by ProShares began trading. The fund has an astounding $9.1 billion of volume in the first day of trading. That's $1 billion. To put this in perspective, this is the highest first-day organic volume seen in ETF history. Bitcoin futures held by a fund create interesting problems, however. For example, if the Bitcoin futures curve is in contango, the out months are trading at a higher price than the first than the front months, this is equivalent to selling low and buying high. When futures are held in an ETF, they may be rolled at the end of each month. This creates what is called a negative roll yield, creating a decay in terms of return. What this really boils down to is that a futures-based ETF will have a difficult time tracking the spot Bitcoin price, and it will be an expensive way for advisors to allocate to Bitcoin for their clients. But it might be the easiest option for quite a while. One of the main benefits of a future-based ETF is that the futures are cash settled. There's no custody. So if the SEC has any issues around custody with Bitcoin itself, that won't be a concern with future-based Bitcoin ETF, according to Nick Garcia. A physical ETF, however, does not have the same problem as a futures-based solution. While crypto trading, a custody and reporting is more expensive than traditional finance, a physical Bitcoin ETF will not have the same drag as a futures-based ETF. We can certainly expect a physical Bitcoin ETF to be more expensive than most ETFs on the market, but likely cheaper than a futures-based ETF. We can also expect a physical Bitcoin ETF to track the spot Bitcoin price more accurately than a futures-based ETF. Companies like Grayscale, which currently offers GBTC, have filed to convert the ETF structure. GBTC currently trades at a negative 20% discount to the spot Bitcoin price, Phenomenal, a phenomenon that many ETF experts believe will go to 0% upon ETF conversion. Nate goes on saying that he believes that he will not see if it will Bitcoin approved until the second half of 2022 at the earliest and 
the opinion piece agrees with this portion because this is obviously the main visible Bitcoin ETF. Other means of crypto exposure. Advisors might wonder what other solutions exist for achieving Bitcoin exposure for their clients. There are a few firms that offer separately managed Bitcoin crypto managed crypto accounts, SMAs. But implementing these strategies is not as simple or as elegant as buying an ETF. One major advantage that SMAs have over ETFs is the fact that they're able to trade actual Bitcoin and potentially earn yield on the position. They're also much nimbler and won't be limited to one cryptocurrency. As a Bitcoin investor since 2012, I personally believe direct ownership is the best way to purchase Bitcoin, although often not the most convenient. The Bitcoin ETF marketplace is quickly evolving. Advisors will shortly have the ability to allocate to Bitcoin for their clients in multiple different ways. Helping clients set up crypto accounts with crypto exchanges, a future-based ETF, or even SMA, advisors are responsible for determining and researching the best way to achieve this allocation. Fortunately, it seems that the number of options to do so is quickly increasing. On-chain metrics. There's a clear macro demand for crypto exposure coming off of the excitement from BTC's first future ETF. The four on-chain metrics below are what give us the conviction that the market has yet to achieve its blow-off top, and it's set to come by the end of Q4. URPD shows at which price the current set of Bitcoin UTXOs were created. Each bar indicates the number of existing Bitcoins that last moved within that specified price bucket. The price specified on the x-axis refers to the lower bound of that bucket. At the time of writing, only 311.8 thousand Bitcoin were last moved at a price level above 6,187. Note also that the owners of those of these coins huddled throughout all the ups and downs and volatility of the last six months and did not sell. Only 1.66% of supply held at an unrealized loss. This means that 98.34% of coins are now held at unrealized profit, giving long-term holders incentive to feed institutional demand and realize those profits. Again, that's what we view when we see a realized cap going up. Then VRVZ score is used to assess when an asset is overvalued or undervalued relative to its fair value, as underlined by the deviation between its market cap and its realized cap. When market value is significantly higher than realized value, it has historically seen indicated a market top that in the red zone, while the opposition indicated market bottoms in the green zone. For those of you who are subscribed to the newsletter, you uh, head on over to coinstack.substack.com and you can actually see all these charts laid out for you there. Historically, every time MVRBZ score reclaimed 3.0, Bitcoin went on parabolic price run for the next one or two months. And ladies and gentlemen, we're currently at a MVRBZ score of 3.6. So buckle up. Lightning Network is a layer two technology for Bitcoin that aims to scale transactions more efficiently. The transfer of Bitcoin within the Lightning Network occurs off-chain, outside the blockchain, and is faster, cheaper, more readily confirmed. In this way, layer two is designed to be de uh, to decongest the main network and reduce transaction fees. Bitcoin's Lightning Network has reached an all-time high of 189 million, demonstrating the demand for the network by its users to escalate the trend, escalate and trend vertically. But literally, I'm looking at this chart right now, it's literally vertical, which is insane. Uh, famed on-chain analyst Willie Wu and Will Clement team up this fall and create a new on-chain metric called Liquid Supply Shock which essentially means it's the coins held by investors with a history of accumulating versus coin held by speculative investors with a history of buying and selling. Clement writes the following in his latest newsletter, macro is still high bull highly bullish. Long-term holders' supply shock has soared to unquestionable new all-time highs. Remember, at some point, we will start seeing long-term uh, long holders begin distributing, which is normal. Long-term holders in Wales buy weakness and sell into strength. See 2017-2022. 
In conclusion, what the heck do we see? Well, $87,000 Bitcoin by end of year. Right now, based on on-chain metrics, the realized price for Bitcoin is 22000 Our price floor model shows 43000 and the ceiling where we're expecting, uh, based on current fundamentals, is 87000 Bitcoin futures ETF is not only the catalyst of the blow-off top coming Q4, the futures ETF is a signal confirming that the institutional investors are starting for more crypto exposure using legacy brokers and terminals. ETF simply legitimized crypto as an asset class to Wall Street, giving institutions a higher degree of confidence to allocate a portion of their portfolio into the space. Combining the macro domain along with on-chain metrics, we see an 87,000 Bitcoin price probable by the end of Q4. We see many in the industry expecting $100,000 price by the end of December. We shall see if we hit that field mark this year. Guys, that is what all I've got for you on this episode. Uh, you guys want to chat about what's going on at the BTC ETF, what your thoughts are, and what you think for Q4, head on over to our Telegram chat. And until then, I'll see you guys soon. Peace. Coinstack is sponsored by HeartRhythm. HeartRhythm is an algorithmic crypto quant fund with assets under management in the top 10% of crypto funds. For three years now, their crypto strategies have generated exceptional returns without a single down month by using a combination of algorithmic trading, margin lending, DeFi yield farming, and market-neutral hedged liquidity pools. Their strategies have never had a down month going back to 2018 through both bear and bull markets. On the team, they have a cognitive science PhD, world-class engineers and quants from Google, Airbnb, and Citadel, and an operations team from top venture funds. HeartRhythm is on track to put 50% of their performance fees into social impact projects as part of building a crypto quant fund that does good in the world and brings millions of dollars per year into social impact grants. They're building a brilliant regenerative engine for social transformation that turns code into money and money into good while generating exceptional returns. And now HeartRhythm is scaling up their team. They're hiring smart contract developers, quant engineers, data scientists, and a CFO and COO with hedge fund experience. If you're interested in joining their exceptional team or learning more about becoming part of their crypto quant fund, visit heartrhythm.com. That's rhythm like algorithm, R-I-T-H-M. 100% heart and 100% algorithms, that's HeartRhythm. Thank you to HeartRhythm for sponsoring Coinstack.